Hello, Kirk. Kirk. Kirk off now. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> no, exactly what I wanted. Hello and welcome to uh, Thank You for Joking. I'm your host, Rob O'Reilly. With me today are Brandon Vestal and Matt Kirshen. Hello, guys. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Where are you guys at these days? I am at my parents' house in Oklahoma City. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, that's exactly the reaction I should get. I mean, uh. <laughs> I'm in LA. I'm, I'm <laughs> still in LA. My parents' house is too far away for, to be dropping in and visiting. Yeah. How often do you go back? Well, normally a couple of times a year, but right now, uh, you know, but between Britain and America changing immigration rules and also me not wanting to go anywhere near a plane right now. So I don't, I don't know. I, I was actually, I would normally be back at this time of year because generally I'll try to get back to do the Glastonbury Festival, which is the last week in, weekend in June, but that is not happening. Mm. What, uh, what city are you from? What city? Yeah. Oh, like London suburbs. I grew up out, if, if you're a real London geography fan, I grew up out, out near Watford is where I grew up. Mm. Mm. It's okay. the, if you can picture the tube map, the London underground map, I'm in the top left-hand corner, like almost before it runs out of map. That's where I am. You know, you're probably gonna six. you're probably gonna think this is the dumbest thing ever. But up until like maybe three years ago, I thought that British and English were the same thing. That's real- not that's not the dumbest thing at all. Wait, and <laughs> and and I've had I've had conversations like this with so many Americans, and also there's there's a bunch of Brits who could not tell you exactly what the difference is between Britain and England. They normally have down, but like Britain and the United Kingdom and the British Isles uh, and all of those little different delineations and what they mean and what counts in what. What, what would be the difference between Britain and the United Kingdom? So uh, uh, Northern Ireland is the difference. So uh, Great Britain is England, Scotland, Wales, like that landmass. Right. And then add in Northern Ireland, it becomes the United Kingdom. Hmm. Interesting. So, and I only really knew that for sure because my passport says on the front the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. So you're like, oh, well, there's the equation. Mm. Are, there, you... uh, are there crazy immigration rules right now? Have they? Do they keep changing them? They, they, they're a met. I think they're a, They are rivaling America for how much of a disorganized, yeah. constantly changing response it is. There, there's no coherence between the. They keep that. They're making it up as they go along. The, the, the prime minister's chief advisor was caught driving up to the north of England to visit his family and then going on a day trip and then lied about the reasons. And there was a whole little scandal two weeks ago where he was, he was claiming that uh, he had the virus so then, and that affects your eyesight. So then he had to go on a uh, half hour each way road trip to what happened to be a popular tourist destination on what happened to be his <laughs> wife's birthday to, and I quote, test his eyesight. <laughs> nice. Uh, you know how we all do that. But because of that, they then started changing. They're like making up the rules as they go along to kind of retroactively make what he did right in a desperate bid to not have to fire yeah. the guy who he, he, he's, he was basically like the architect of Brexit as well. So that's the whole, this, he's like the guy who is behind. If you saw that, that HBO Brexit fictionalized movie, he was, 
He's the guy that Benedict Cumberbatch plays. Oh, okay. That, that's you're who not, he is. You're not talking about the, the guy that looks like Donald Trump. No, Sorry. that's Boris Johnson. Who is yeah, the pri- yeah. That is the prime minister. We, right. we you know, we're, we're really on parallel paths right I now. I was about to say, wasn't he like a news guy or something? He wasn't a politician or something like no, that? No, he, well, yeah, he was, he's been all sorts of things over the years, but yeah, he, he's been a politician for a long time, but he, but he was also, yeah, he was like, he was a reporter and then a columnist. Um, yeah, you know, a news opinion. Time, when I saw he won, I was like, that's kind of hacky. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty hacky. <laughs> it really is. Like, like, it's like, you know, I mean, like we've got a long tradition of we each make it, remake each other's TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. You guys you, are like, oh, you think you can do The Office? Yeah. <laughs> we can do Donald Trump better. What's weird is it's gone both ways over the years. There's a bunch of British remakes of American sitcoms as well. Oh, like what? Like, British well, the, there was a Golden Girls one that was that flopped called, I think, what was it called? It was called Brighton Bells. <laughs> Jolly old lassies. Yeah, that's Bells spelled B-E-L-L-E-S <laughs> as a play on words. Uh, and then, yeah, there was, um, oh God, what? There was Man About the House or was it 2.4 Children that was a remake of Who's the Boss? 2.4 children. I like that name better. Yeah. Was that what? Or, no, I think it was called Man About the House. There were, there were two different sitcoms around the same time that I got mixed up. But I think it was, I think it was Man About the House was the, was the remake of that. Mad About You? What was it a remake of? It was, it was a remake of Who's the Boss. Oh, Who's the Boss. Oh, okay. So that was a long, long while ago? Yeah. So there's, but there's been a bunch. There's been a... They, I think they now, they don't do that as much the other way because now if they like an American show, they just show it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just watch it. There's no need. Yeah. But America still needs to be like, no, we need to do it our way. And <laughs> we're going to need some creative control here. And also we're yeah. going to need more than 12 episodes if this is a success. So, cause that's half a season for us. There was a show called coupling that I think was like friends kind of. Yeah. And then, um, and then America did a remake of coupling. I was about to say there was a show called coupling in America. Yeah. That's what's kind of crazy. Like, remake Coupling and Friends are different shows, but yeah. it was very much spun. It was sold initially as, like, Coupling as, like, the British Friends, except it's a bit edgier and a bit dirtier. And, uh, yeah. uh, and then America remade the, the British version of an American. It's all, <laughs> Did you watch it's all, Coupling? I watched a bit of it. I didn't watch it enough, but it was good. Like, it, it was, was actually, funny. it was a, really, a well-written show. If you only watch one episode, there's this one episode where you see the same story from, like, three different characters' oh, yeah. perspectives. And there was, there's this one character that's kind of the Joey of the group. That's kind of the, you know, misogynist. And he, when you see his version, there's like, there's this like weird part that kind of doesn't make sense. Like someone's saying something that doesn't make sense. Then you realize when you see the real version that there's basically this fat girl that's talking to him and he just does it. Like she's like invisible to him in his memory. (laughs) He doesn't remember her. So like somebody keeps saying something, but it's like, who said that? So he's just got this like cloud of misogyny that has completely erased a human being. Yeah. It's a nice angle. Uh, so I'll start us off with a uh, related joke. I have this old joke about British accents that I've never gotten to work. And maybe, uh-huh. maybe a, Brit, a Brit could uh, shine some light on how to make it funny. I don't know. But, Go for it. Um, so 
I learned a lot about um, women through online dating, right? Like one of the things is that women love chapstick. They, uh, it's like on every profile, like I can't live without chapstick, which is something only a crazy person would say. <laughs> Another thing is that they love British accents. I think girls don't realize there's more than one type, you know, of British accent. Like every girl pictures the guy that's gonna show up and be like, excuse me, they love you. Are you Karen? Doing a lot of chapstick. <laughs> I love to imagine, a, uh, you know, a girl's been typing or, you know, whatever, typing to a guy online. She's all excited to me when they shows up. I know they love you. Oh, I'm Karen. Doing a lot of chapstick. First dates, I don't get a lot of second dates myself. I don't know why. I'm a chimney sweep, yeah. Um, so I never know where to go with it. I, I was, I tried it out, uh, on the last podcast and there was, when we were talking about maybe making it that, um, it's like how, uh, maybe a different version of what would be, cause I want to do something with that cognitive voice, right? Which I think is funny, but like maybe how, like which of these two would sound smarter? Like the guy who's going, uh, um, you know, if you just in- inject the rocket fuel, you can create a spaceship that goes into all <laughs> Or, you know, um, two plus three is four. And uh, it's something I've known a whole lot of. It's like, yeah, I don't. Basically saying something stupid in the smart guy voice. Like than smart. Yeah. Th- this honestly might be more of a Brandon question because I'm so <laughs> <laughs> clouded by my. <laughs> your own perceptions of yeah it's very similar to the uh deep southern accent too yeah say the smartest thing but people aren't going to want to talk to you yeah well nothing you know i guess <laughs> yeah it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter how smart you are if you have a southern accent it's like it is the cognitive is like the southern accent of britain yeah um to an american i guess maybe yeah it's not not to a brit this the, the that there's other accents that would come much more under that category like cock- like what like because cockney would be more like a real i don't know like a uh and also cock even london has like 10 different working class accents but it would be more like a real sort of like a old school bronx accent or something like oh, that oh yeah i was just gonna say like a brooklyn accent or something yeah, yeah is, brooklyn. Uh, distinction of the uh like gypsy like brad pitt what is that Oh, that's that's its own complete. It, that's its own completely different thing. Yeah, that's like a such a sub. Like I've never really encountered anyone who sounds like that. I like I think what they did an accurate version of it, but it's that's such a tiny subculture of I think like Irish origin, but also Romany. It's it's like it, and I, like see how smart he sounds when he's saying these things. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it, it's 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 its own like real tiny subset, and it's its own thing. Um, but then you got like the West Country accent, and they all kind of sound, sound like pirates. Oh, where's that at? That that's like the the southwest of the country, because that's like Penzance Corn is in Cornwall in the southwest, like right at the tip there, like where like the pirates came from. So that that would be kind of like the yokel kind of accent, or or. <laughs> On Norwich, but then you've got all those sort of northern accents that have their own prejudices associated with them. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys judge each other a lot based on these voices, don't you? Well, we have we, it's we have so many more accents and so much more variance. That's what's weird about it because I guess because the country is so much older and all these accents originated when no one really moved. Like right. if you if you moved twenty miles, that's like a different world. Yeah. So st- still, like Manchester and Liverpool, really distinct accents, and they are 
I don't know, like 40 miles apart. Uh, I guess the East Coast of America has that a bit more, where you do have right. like, Boston is very different from New York, is right. very different from Philly, is very different from Pittsburgh. But like, there's no difference. Same with like really Tucson and Phoenix, you know, like. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. Different exactly. Worlds. The further west you the go, the like, heat affects them differently. It affects yeah. the vocal cords differently. <laughs> like, like, is there a big difference between Seattle and San Francisco, accent-wise? And they're is everyone they're like a day's trial. drive apart. Yeah. Is there a California accent or West Coast accent? Well, people I mean, in California are, say like more than East Coast people for yeah, sure. Yeah, there's like the West Coast kind of like the surfer accent and the sort of yeah, yeah Valley girl. Yeah. So okay, back to my joke though. Is, do you think it's funny to stick with the dating angle and just come up with more stuff that he says while dating, maybe? I, I think there is. Well, also, because you can, you, you can maybe bring in specific Brits that they're imagining. Like, mm. like the kind of, like, Hugh Grant or Benedict Cumberbatch or, um, oh, who's the... Uh, God damn it. Who, the, the two... Uh, the Tom Hiddleston or... Um, I'm just trying to think of newer references that Hugh Grant and Benedict Cumberbatch, but like the Tom Hiddleston or um, who's the guy who played Stephen Hawking, won the Oscar for it. Oh. I know his name. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like those, like you could sort of, I mean, the, the obvious, the thing that sort of suggests in my mind is like you could sort of go like, that's who they're picturing when they see the British accent and then. You hit him with Mr. Bean. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That guy uh, that you're talking about, he was also in a movie about him becoming a woman. Eddie, yes. Eddie Redman or something? Eddie Redmayne. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, I so badly, I didn't do it because I know I knew how PC culture would react to me, but I thought it'd be so funny just because of the irony if I took the trailer to that movie, which is very serious. It's about like a man becoming a woman and like before that was okay. And I right. just cut, I cut that trailer to the song, Dude Looks Like a Lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <there's, laughs> there, there is a way of framing that that joke and that bit with like you could get away with that i i, I don't think you i you think about jokers like can you get away with it but more like can you make it so that it is a justifiable joke that you're not ashamed to have put into the world but uh you could frame it in a way of like uh mocking the Hollywood reduction of a story. Oh, so like you could do it right. like that. Like you yeah. could make it like the film I'll, people cheapening it. So. gone too far this time. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I I create horrible jokes and then like like and then put put the onus on someone else. Go yeah, like yeah, what are the, exactly. this character <laughs> I, thinking of it? I literally just did that the other day. I created a fake Viagra commercial. And I was like, this commercial went too far. Terrible. They're bad, not me. Oh my gosh. Um. All right, Brandon, you got a joke? Uh, yeah, this is my quarantine current event joke. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but doing a lot of walking. I live in Sherman Oaks, uh, and tons of people walking with the mask constantly, and it's become this, like, frogger situation. <laughs> kind of cross the street, you know, everyone's – and usually you're the person to cross the street first before the other person or they're going to cross the streets, like a judgment call, who does it and everything. So – been pretty good, but I'm walking the other day before we came here and got the mask on and make eye contact with this guy before I'm about to cut across the street. Realize he's a black guy. Then now I'm like, I'm not crossing the street because I don't want him to think that I'm <laughs> kind of racist. 
So we have, we go towards each other with the mask. He doesn't cross. I don't cross. I don't know what to do. So when I get to him, I just hug him. <laughs> he starts screaming and he runs away. But I know that he knows that I'm not racist. <laughs> he might be racist now. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got so far. Then he goes, uh, what are you trying to kill me with Corona? Black lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Like, where to, how do I get to that? Yeah. That's funny. Uh, I, I actually had the exact same thing happen at least once where I was like, I don't want to look racist. It's I'm afraid of Corona. Yeah. Not your like, coronavirus. I think did. people can relate to that for sure. I'd hug this black man right now. Yeah. No, I'm I'm fr- I'm worried you might kill me for a different reason. Like I'm not I'm not scared of you killing me because that's what your people do. I'm more scared of you killing me because <laughs> you. you have something you have something inside you like something innate inside you that could kill me. But not it's not genes. It's not a gene thing. It's just yeah. <laughs> and, and I have something just in, it's just in you. It's just in you and it might come out yeah. if we get if I get mouth. too close to you. That's why I'm crossing the road. I, you can spit in my mouth. I love black people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's my only corona. I yeah, maybe maybe to extend the bit, like re, re imagining how he's relaying the story when he gets back home. Yeah. Like from his perspective. Like I was trying to give it to him. Yeah. This crazy, <laughs> this crazy white man was trying to give, give me coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, like he thinks he's helping. There's, I guess there's two different ways you can go with it. You can either have him like he's seeing you as the aggressor or like, you know, he's not going to give way or, oh. or you are like the epitome of the well-meaning white guy who's doing it wrong. Like this sort of like, like I don't want you to hug me. Yeah, I want you to. Yeah. I want you to punch a cop for me. Like you go out there and punch the cop. We can hug the cop. Stand yeah. in front and hug we the cop. Hug so me. I, we need to be hugging cops together without our mask. That's yeah. What we need to be doing. Uh, what if there's? I don't know how to make this less. I'm just thinking something along the lines of like, uh, you know, before Corona. I'd be afraid of a. I'd be afraid of a black guy wearing a mask. <laughs> now I'm afraid of him if he's not wearing a mask. <laughs> Man. Yeah, we're we're, we're all wearing for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I'll play yeah. Like right. like if you're wearing a mask, that just shows that you care. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Matt. Um. So. The the main bit that I'm working on right now, trying to write, is like I'm in the middle of postponing a wedding. Uh, Are you getting married? Yeah, so we're oh. engaged. Uh, thank you. Um, I'm wondering whether we were engaged when I ran into you at the. I, I think we met. Yeah, I think I've met your fiance. You've met her for sure because she was there at the trivia when we bumped into each other. But we right. um, uh, I don't know if we were engaged then. But uh, we were meant to be getting married this September, and obviously, I think even even regular weddings are not happening or being pushed back. But like our one is, it's international by definition. You know, I can't make. I don't even know if my parents and sisters could legally get on a plane and come here. But I said, oh, let alone whether I, it's responsible. So anyway, we're 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 postponing a wedding. Um, but the 
the thing I've been working on is just like, you know, just replay it as like, which is great. I mean, it's, you know, there's nothing more fun because because the best part of getting married is the admin. And now I get to do all that twice. Like I only get like, I, I still only get the one party with all my loved ones and the one, you know, legally joining with the person I love. But to get to do two batches of admin, you know, two lots of contracts and deposits. And you know, that's why I really got into it. That's why when I, you know, when I proposed, it was just like, you know, the, I think we're at the point in our relationship where it'd be really nice to commit to months of responsibility and paperwork. And it's just, it's trying to find, trying to find the extra beats in there. I'm trying to find like extra angles or. Man, if you think that paperwork's exciting, you should try getting divorced. (laughs) (laughs) It's even more fun. (laughs) Um, That's a funny. uh, This is kind of off the topic, but. Uh, no. but what you were saying earlier, getting them to fly out here for it. Yep. People talk about destination weddings and all that kind of stuff. Like that's, you really got to want to go to a wedding. If you're going to be in a 14 door day quarantine, once you land. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine your guests having to do that. Oh, that's really, yeah, that's great. Uh, there is a bit, and I, I hadn't developed this, but it's in the same field when I was talking about the wedding pre Corona. Um, I started talking about how, uh, you know, you make, make the list of like, this is everyone I want at my wedding. These are all the people I care. I, it wouldn't be right if this person wasn't here and this person was here and I need them to be here. And then you start looking at the, the spreadsheet of costs and then you're like, fuck, I hope they cancel. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> if uh, you're, really you're trying to friendships. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like a, there's like a little a bit where you're like, you know, this this whole pandemic might knock a few people off the list. This is... <laughs> oh god, that that even sounded. I didn't even think about like, oh, they might die. That's uh, came out of the harsher joke that I intended, but maybe that's a whole, the funnier way to go. Yeah, a whole uh, you know, people aren't pointing out the positives. Yeah, I don't know if this is like your style at all. It might be, I don't know, too hacky or something. But um, I feel like if you tell an audience that you're getting married, at least some of the audience is thinking that he's, cause you still look really young. <laughs> you still look like a boy, you know, <laughs> like just making some sort of comment on like. I don't know. It's tempting, but it, it's, I, I, I think I just, I, I remember. I, yeah. Rob, you probably, I think we gigged together pretty early on in my me being over here. 2008 or nine, I think. Yeah. yeah. And that I was still opening with jokes about looking young, but like I'm 40 now and I, <laughs> it's crazy. I just turned 40. Really? But like, but, but, yeah. But like the, the eight, Ageless. you know, when, when I first met Rob, I was 27, 28 and I looked maybe, maybe legally old enough to drink. Um, but like now I still look younger than I am, but the age I look is still, like I, I dropped all those looking young jokes when the age I looked was still older than some people were on the circuit. When you're like, I look, you know, I, when I, by the time I was 31 and maybe looked 24, but there were actual 22 year olds on the bill and I couldn't be like, Hey, look, I look young. And you're like, well, you look maybe a, a year older than that guy who was just on three people before you. Uh, older than that guy. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know because I think I can definitely still pass for like early thirties, maybe even twenties on a in the right light. If they don't see that there's gray hair here, 
but if the, context, um, if the context is like you and your wife together it's kind of funny right it's like me and my wife together and we look like take your son to work or something yeah we look like uh geppetto finally had a wish come true or something well you you know what there actually might be an angle on is that because you met her, although she was sitting down but like she's i'm short and she's shorter so we do get a lot of people when they see us as a couple or meet us as a couple like we get a lot of like adorable comments and stuff like that and you're like <laughs> I mean, Aww. yeah, like we're you guys we're live in a tree together. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna stand on top of your own cake? Like, what's the plan? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> we're worried the figurines will be taller. Than we are. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's. I actually think that's funnier than the the first thing about planning a wedding. Honestly, just. The, the idea that when people meet you, they're like, oh, you're two short people who met each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, found each other. <laughs> oh, can we put you in a pocket? It's like, oh. It must be hard for you guys to have seen each other with all the other <laughs> stuff in the world. <laughs> How did you see her across the room? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they moved the bar, out, they moved the sliding bar out of the way, and there she was. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, living a tree right. together is really funny. I have a short little joke I'll do. Um, do so I'm actually also engaged now too. And oh, uh, congrats! Oh, oh, start. Um, my <laughs> my fiance's name is Anna Wong, and uh, okay, I thought about taking her name, um, <laughs> becoming Rob Wong. I think it'd be great for my <laughs> career. You know, might be confusing <laughs> to people who show up and see the marquee, but uh, <laughs> um, I decided against it. Um, because two wrongs, or sorry, <laughs> because two wrongs <laughs> mean I'm still white. So, <laughs> pun. <laughs> I like that as soon as I said two wrongs, you guys are like, ah. Oh, yeah. No, that's your thing, though. You got that whole other. Oh, the pun joke. Yeah, the Apache one. Yeah. Yeah, and like if you if you double barrel your names, you kind of. You just sound like a fusion restaurant. <laughs> you sound like... Have you guys been down to Wong O'Reilly's? Wong <laughs> O'Reilly's. Sounds like you can get auto parts and Asian <laughs> <Yeah>. cuisine. <laughs> you get dumplings, but also dumplings. Yeah. Wong O'Reilly's. What did you say before, Brandon? You get oh. uh, auto parts and... <laughs> <laughs> That's the mashup. That's the, the new kind of fusion. <laughs> Actually, get a Ford fusion there too. <laughs> Haven't you ever wanted dumplings while you wait for auto parts? <laughs> That's funny. All right, Brandon, you got one. Uh, yeah, this is just an idea I had. I don't really have this joked out, but uh, it was during the beginning of all this pandemic stuff, and everyone was on social. Yeah. I just think we might be telling way too many people to be themselves. <laughs> I think we've been pushing that long enough. I think we need to, there should be some conditions if you get to be yourself to not or not. And uh, I've noticed that if you meet somebody in a conversation and one of the first things they say to you is, I'm not afraid to be me, <laughs> you're talking to an asshole. <laughs> Just the idea I want to play with that. I think there's more to that, but. Uh, yeah, like I'm not afraid to be me. Well, you should. 
You should be. A lot of you should hide that shit. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that statement alone has told me that yeah. being you is not something to aspire to. Like, you know you're an asshole. You know. <laughs> like, you know who said I am who I am? Hitler. Um, <laughs> just like, listen, yeah. I'm 40. I'm not going to change at this point. Hitler. Except me for me. Or get out of my country. Yeah. Yeah. The last guy that wasn't afraid to be himself is running the country right now. So what do you think? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you're like, I'm talking about, and then someone that's not Trump. I don't know. Uh, insert funny. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of people in prison right now who, you know, had a choice to make. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I like that. And they chose, they chose to be them. <laughs> of the two options. They're like, should I be me or should I not be me? And, Rupert Murdoch to finish. Yeah. My in that moment, they picked up the metal bar and they chose to be them. <laughs> someone else picked up that. Yeah. Someone else decided not to be them. And they, you know, they. Yeah. OJ should have tried being somebody else. Yeah. OJ reference. Yeah. You know who we should all be trying to be is Vince Vaughn. Who's what? I said we should all just be trying to be Vince Vaughn. Like no, no guy should be trying to be himself. We should all just. Try I, all, to be like, I tried to be Matthew McConaughey. I mean, I'm <laughs> there you go. But that's my goal. I mean, that's Clooney. Goal. Yeah. Pick one of the ten guys everyone likes. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. And be Thanks. one of those guys. No, all men should just pick a guy. Yeah. Who we all try to be like. <laughs> I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah, Hanks, Obama. Like there's your list. Like you just give yeah. give them a short, like a short yeah. list that you can read out. Like, you know, you know, you know pick one of these and be them. You know who doesn't yell at their wife for not having it done on time? Tom Hanks. Uh, maybe we could all just be more like Tom Hanks. You know. And I, I should do one for the women too. Like the women. Yeah, you. I think you could have like a short list of like six men and six women and read it oh, out no, no we're gonna i'm gonna tell you who the men think they should be and i'm gonna tell all the women who us men want them to be <laughs> you know it'd be funny you set it up like it's gonna be personality but then when you but then when you go to it it's like uh you know who's the latest yeah. bombshell like one of them is just jessica rabbit <laughs> <laughs> or um like brooklyn decker or i don't know it's like yeah Who's that? I can't think. Who's that blonde chick who has the big tits? She's with the Houston Astros. You're gonna have to narrow that down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, One of them's like a drawing that you saw on the back of a truck's mud flaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's just be that. Just just aim to be that. A lot of you should be like Shelly Coates because she used to do everything I wanted. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Thanks. Uh, Kate Upton. That's who I'm thinking of. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like she's the epitome of like no girl wants to be her. It's just that guys want their girl to be her, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and girls, you should all be aspiring. <laughs> Kate Upton. Um. Uh, what, what, what we're talking about, like, uh, COVID-themed things, I just realized the other day, and I don't know whether there is a bit in this at all. This is much more of an undeveloped premise. But just as things are reopening and starting to loosen up, there's a bit of me that is dreading it. Like as horrible as this is, this whole thing's been, there's a bit that it's kind of, it's kind of like the school holidays. It's like school break where you're like, you don't have to do your work for a month. Yeah. And now it's all opening. They're like, is you know, like shit in two, in two weeks time, we got to go back to school. And 
we're meant to have finished a project. You're going to have that feeling of having to be somewhere and do something and have yeah, something done. And exactly. And it's just you're like... You're really used to not doing that. It's just for the last two months, I've just put all my responsibilities in a box under the bed. <laughs> now yeah. it's, just like, <laughs> it's like they gave America summer vacation. Like even the adults get it. Everyone. Yeah. We've just been running. <laughs> We've just been... What are we going to do today? I don't know. A walk. That's it. That's your only responsibility is a walk. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, get my walk in. Yeah. If you do your walk, then you've succeeded in today. And now they're like, hey, where's that script that, you, that everyone's been writing for the last two months? You finished your script? Yeah. No, I just did my walk. That's what I did. <laughs> but I walked a lot. Yeah. Everyone, I feel like every person for like the last decade has been like, whenever I finally get time, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write that novel, that script, whatever. And yeah. we finally proved once and for all that we're not going to do that shit because it's like, here's your time. And now you're playing Call of Duty instead. You know? Yeah. And now it's also just like this horror of like, we're going back to school after the long summer break. And you're like, what if I don't remember how numbers work? <laughs> yeah. Like I have a four-year-old and we've been, tr we're supposed to teach him things this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be dumb as shit when he gets back. Yeah. Because he's just, it ain't work. At least like three different times when I was in school, I got back from a break and forgot what the combination of my locker was. And now yeah. I still have like nightmares that I'm like, I don't know the combination of my locker. <laughs> how am I going to go to class? Yeah, like how do you put clothes on? Yeah. <laughs> how do shirts work? Yeah. <laughs> just... well, I, I, yeah, a lot of people around my neighborhood are comfortable with their shirts off now, walking around. <laughs> I'm gonna go into the office. No shirt. You're staying at Club Med, right? So Yeah. <laughs> You're staying yeah, at Nevis Colony, right? Yeah, Oklahoma's all inclusive. You just get your wristband and that's how you pay. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this is like we got here you know, like three days ago and just going places is such a it's like a different it's like nostalgic. Do people Everything's open. You're walking how, around. How did you, did you drive across country? Yeah. How? So people in OKC don't give a shit about quarantine? Not anymore. Well, it's been open, dude. It's been opened. That's bonkers. I'm in, I'm in Vegas, and it's as if there was never COVID-19. Like, I just saw footage from Vegas. Like someone just put a, a minute video on Twitter from inside one of the casinos, and maybe three people were wearing masks. That's the only clue that something had happened, because otherwise it just looked like a random Tuesday at 6 p.m. People just walking around the casino. Some had drinks in their hand. Other people were going to a show. It just looked like... Are there shows? No. My, my week just got canceled. My June week out there. I'm doing my first show Friday, actually. So tomorrow. Man, that's bonkers. I can't... I Even if they're at Rio, I'm not going to send in my avails to any Vegas <laughs> rooms for a while. Well, I'm supposed to do it again in uh, late August. And they told me... They sent me an email saying that's happening. So Man, that's nuts. I mean, I will... like. This thing right here was actually, it was a birthday present. Um, but like, I will be taking this to gigs. This is yeah, now like- about How many comics are going to bring their own microphone? Or if they- Yeah, I, I will 100% be doing that. Cause I, you know, I don't, mic, club shed mics, they've always been disgusting, oh, but now- like, LA Room Comedy Store mic, I still have nightmares about that thing. I oh still, my God, that probably still has like Kinnison's cold sores yeah, on it. Kinnison's scream on it. It's, um, yeah, God, that, I mean like, I, I can think of like I can think of multiple comics who have jokes that involve shoving the microphone in their mouth. Yeah, I can think of more yeah. than one 
I can I think of more than one comic one. who has a joke where at some point they shove the microphone in their mouth yeah. and they make like a monster noise or something. And you're just like, yeah. I'm going to guess one is Tiffany Haddish, but that's just, uh, I actually <laughs> can't think of an American one right now offhand who has that. As oh, a joke. I can a think of a few, but mm, well, that's, I don't know. Yes. To be honest, I'm kind of at a point where I, I'd almost, like, I would like to just get it over with. Like, I'm like it's yeah. well, I got a, I got to fly back to LA on Sunday. And that's the first flight I've had since mid-March. And I'm just like, I'm getting that shit. Because the way they're yeah. stuffing people in there. Like, I feel like at some point in the next year, everybody's going to get it. And you just got to, yeah. you know, survive it. I'm doing my uh, first club shows uh, in two weeks in Phoenix. That's nuts. I can't even imagine. But also, I, we might get onto it because later when we get loop back around. But I'm, I'm way more of a, like, it, this is sent me like germ phobia through the roof like i'm i've always been kind of germophobic i feel like people who are really ocd germophobic are like this is like what they've been waiting for <laughs> it's like yeah. you think, think but i can i can tell you it ain't <laughs> like it's just well it, or yeah that it's the other way and they're like now crazy paranoid because i i yeah i i've like i've tipped over from like a little bit obsessive compulsive to just like oh you know? yeah like like I'm i've, bringing I've, your I've own got bike. a 3d map in my head of like you know holly comes in with groceries and it just brushes against a wall and then washes her hands but then but then the box retouches that same bit of wall and then yeah. touches the table and i'm like if she's, she's like oh no i've taken all the precautions i've washed my hands and she is doing what the cdc says but i'm like that corner of the wall is a red zone. That edge of the table is a red zone. Like everything in my head is like this, this, this. Like it's just like I've got like a sort of Terminator heat well, map of like. So, so two things. It's not very likely that you're going to get it from a surface. It's much more yeah. likely that you get it from, you know, someone's. It lives like in your lungs, your esophagus, and so, so from someone's, you know, talking their saliva, mm -hmm. and um, it it dies in sunlight within three seconds if it hits direct sunlight. So anything that's... I thought it was like near two minutes in sunlight. I heard three to five seconds. So Interesting. Um, I'm different tomorrow. <laughs> who's, whose turn is it with the jokes? Because I... I think it's you. Is it me? Okay, because I do have a I don't know joke. why I just pointed at the bit of the screen <laughs> that you're on as if, yeah. A, you can see where the screen it is, and B, we're in the same, like, as if the Zoom has us in the same corner of the same screen. <laughs> I have a related joke, which is that even before Corona, I've never liked shaking hands. Like I've always thought it was weird, right? Like every day I jerk off and wipe my ass with my right hand. And then I go out into the world at a comedy club and I'm like, Hey, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. Taking a little piece of me with you. So. I uh, was hosting at the uh, improv a few weeks before the uh, Louis CK stuff broke. And he was on the show, so I shook his hand. Uh, and then it makes it way worse when you know, like, of course I know he jerked, but when it's like a news story, you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. That wasn't his hand. I know the room was dark, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there, there, that is interesting. There, is, there are some cultures where you always wipe your ass with your left hand or your non-dominant hand. I know the Native Americans did that. Yeah, I think that there's a bunch of cultures that do that, and it's it's smart. But like, yeah, we, you're right. My dominant hand is the one that touches everything that's gross, 
and then my food and then other people like that's the yeah. and then you see things like i didn't know this existed anymore, especially after this but in the truck stop on the way out here saw a guy not wash his hands after he peed that, who does that still after this really yeah. well i wash my hands before i pee because my dick is the cleanest thing on my body if I, if I open the doorknob to get in there, I'm not going to touch my dick with that gross, you know, doorknob hand. It's like, I got to wash my hands. <laughs> doorknob dick. Yeah. Brandon, that's, how did you even... That's how, how women get UTIs. So this, this idea that you should wash your hands after peeing, that's propagated by the people at Dole. Uh, they want to sell more cranberry <laughs> I'm juice. I'm very on board. Because those shakes, people shake it afterwards, and you don't know what comes off there. <laughs> watch that shit. Um, how did you drive across country? Like, do you must have like Oklahoma, LA to Oklahoma has got to be what three days? No, we did it in eighteen hours. We did it straight through. Cause, Holy uh, shit! We didn't want to. Uh, you didn't want to stop in a motel or anything. No, we didn't want to mess with it because we had we basically had, we got our dogs, four year old, and my wife, and it's like we don't want to mess with getting everyone out situated, that's, not touching. That's anything. amazing though. So did you just like set off at 6am and then sh- sleep we in shifts? We at 4.40 in the morning and I, then I drove five hours, she drove five hours. And then after that, we took turns driving two hours a piece just to get rest of me. So that's that, impressive. I, I feel like I can beat you because I drove from Cleveland to Vegas by myself. And I, I did stop once for six I hours to sleep. Yeah, I couldn't have done it by myself. I just, yeah. I, I'm not even kidding. Holly, as like a this sort of emergency coronavirus purchase, bought a camping toilet in case <laughs> in case we need to do it like a cross country drive or drive to her parents in Colorado. And she's like, "Well, then we we don't have to stop because we can u- we don't have to use a truck stop toilet, which is disgusting." So, you, so in the best of times. So both of you are pretty paranoid sounding. Well, this is this is why I was my, like, my like, paranoia. This is why my paranoia is nuts, and why like I. This is why I know I'm going too far because she is so responsible. Like she's doing everything the CDC says plus like 10%. And I'm still like seeing her do all this really good stuff and like really conscientious stuff. And I'm just going like, what? And I'm acting like she's basically just spraying sewage in the house or something, or just like finding, going to a coronavirus ward and just like picking up a patient and shoving them into our bedroom. It's just like, no, she's be- like the fact that I know that like what she's doing is not enough for my head. Like that's how I know that like I'm, I've tipped over into psychosis. Yeah. Well, I was like you, Rob, before I didn't like shaking hands. I don't like, so I wasn't OCD about it, but I was very conscious of not touching things. That's like I'm in a mall and I see people touching the escalator rail, the black thing. Yeah. I almost, I almost stroke out. Cause I'm like, you can't, <laughs> you know how much disgusting shit is on that. That's it messes me up for a few minutes. Oh, also people who wear their shoes inside the house. I feel like that's so weird. Like, it's like, it's like, oh, you're out in the street, like you're stepping in gum and poop and all this stuff. And then you track it in your house. Like, I don't know. Or people not, I've never, I feel like people have never been very on my side about these things, but now I feel like people are going to come over to my. <laughs> is, is there a, there, there might be a connection. Cause what, what, what you're describing right now is like Asian lifestyles. Yes, like the, like the way Japanese that. people don't shake hands and they take their shoes off. Yeah, and like and other Asian cultures do as well. I wonder if all becoming a, Japanese. I, I wonder <laughs> if there's a link to. Exactly. 
you, you might, you'd have to say Asian rather than Japanese because it's not a Japanese name, but I wonder if there is a link to that bit you pitched earlier about taking... <laughs> Rob Wong? Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> you're, you're like, they've got it right. They've got it What's right. That? They bow, they take their shoes off inside the house. They, they wear masks, they wear face masks. Like, they were ahead of us on everything. Yeah. That's, funny. That's why you chose her. You knew she was come from good stock, clean. Yeah, she is very. <laughs> uh, she's very cleanly. She, well, to get to dive d- deeper though, the Chinese. She's Chinese, and actually, usually the Chinese are actually even more kind of gross. To be honest, like they don't. Well, like, there is a lot of like spitting in the street. Oh my god! I went to China recently, and they like they'll sneeze right. Like people have sneezed on me. <laughs> like it's like disgusting. Oh. Um, I yeah, thought they were I was in a restaurant, a guy spit on the ground in the restaurant, so. Um, is there an extra angle on like, um, you know, there's, you can maybe go into like the various different ways people are shitty at shaking hands, like either too hard or too soft. Like, yeah, if they're too soft, I always feel like I got something from them. Right. It's like sliding. But then there's like the sort of that, that the asshole, like, alpha dick who just tries to <laughs> murder you. Yeah. Hadn't it, hadn't it occurred to me, though, that I've got a good handshake. Like, I've got a, I've got a solid handshake, and that's been taken away from me now in interactions. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm good at shaking people's hands. I've, it's, I'm, I'm firm, I'm no, definite, no. but I'm not too... But this I don't try and crush. It's my one it, micro it crush. crush. And that's been, that's been removed from me now as a possible social act, interaction. I, well, by the way, what is with people who shake your hand really hard? They're like... I'm stronger than you. That's like, exactly what you it know. is, isn't it? Isn't you're it ten- like, okay, you're an asshole. Fuck you. <laughs> well, the other one is this one. I, I, once it was pointed out to me by someone, like I can't not notice it. It's, it's, it really, when, when people, it's even where the term the upper hand comes from. Like it's, but when people shake your hands, if if they try to keep your their hand on top of yours, like rotating it so that their hand is higher, that's a that's a dominance thing. And huh. if they do the opposite, that's them either sort of being submissive or, or faux submission of like, of like trying to be, no, you, what, after you kind of thing. It's like um, when dogs meet, but, one dog will get on its back and be like. Yeah. But if someone does that to you, that's a re- it really makes me laugh now when someone shakes, has a handshake like that. Cause it's yeah. like them, that's them that, yeah. like needing to be the, like, <laughs> you need to know that I'm the dominant one in this exchange here. Right. Would you ever get your hands, uh, yeah, I have a good shake too. I always, I always pride myself on a pretty good shake. But the yeah. uh, it catches your hand before they catch your hand before you get yours all the way. Oh, I hate that! And you're like squeezing fingers, and they think you're a you're a bitch. Yeah, and you're like you're right, and you're like. But no, I'm good at shaking. We just timed it wrong. We just, <laughs> I just didn't get in all the way. Do it again. Yeah, <laughs> I've actually said that though. I've got to the point of like, hey, that sucks. Let's do it again. <laughs> there we go. Um, so did you have to leave at 255? That's what I'm checking now. Um, um, oh, uh, but like, I think let's carry on for the moment. Okay. Brandon, have you got another one? Yeah. I got another one that's basically just a really just an idea, but I've been, I was thinking about this before all hell broke loose, but, uh, I've been thinking that humans in general, need to be praised more for their driving when uh-huh. we bash a lot of drivers, but think about how many people drive cars every day in the world. Millions of people should die every day. 
just from driving these ton these huge cars and then that's that we just keep adding distractions like we're trying to take people out so here are the distractions i've listed so far your dog Radio, scooters wife kid dog food weed people the police joggers beautiful women in yoga pants <laughs> naked women on billboards pedestrians bikes motorcycles vibrated seats heated seats tvs wi-fi which means porn <laughs> uh bluetooth driverless cars blinking signs that say watch the road and then you get distracted about how other how distracted other drivers are yeah so um you. Oh, that's funny between your seat between oh your yeah seat dropping there. something's great uh um a car that looks almost exactly like yours but is a bit nicer <laughs> yeah oh you have to point out that yeah. i have a car it's the same car that's as my mine car. it's even the same color out. look at that guy <laughs> you know another thing for the first time in my life i have a car that i don't put the key in the ignition it's driverless or what's it called keyless entry yeah so i constantly drop my keys my car keys in between the seat and the console <laughs> it's like it's amazing that i'm like able to drive an automobile while i'm constantly like looking for these stupid keys like if you think about it if you if you, you're you're when you're like i agree with you it's like amazing that people more people don't die because if you do this you're dead <laughs> like yeah, how, exactly. how, how is that happening you guys lived in la you look over you're going if you do get the chance to go 80 it doesn't matter how fast you're going there's always people just yeah it's, it's insane yeah it's like all of us all of us basically spend an hour every day holding a hand grenade with a pin out <laughs> yeah. and just walking around this crowded cra like walking around a crowded room full of other people who are also holding hand grenades with a pin out and at oh. any point if someone just does that we all die but somehow yeah. most of the time they don't and teenagers we give teenagers the ability to do it the most yeah. annoying irresponsible people on the planet that's funny i like that uh, and i was thinking about it. it's almost as if that uh cars got too safe with all the stuff and they realized too many people were living and it's making our population too much so <laughs> trying to think of ways to distract us to take some people out but they can't take stuff away from the car they can't be like the new ford fusion now without now with less oh shit how'd it go now with less airbags yep <laughs> now with less seat belts can't do that you know there's a genuine concern that the organ donor list will become sparse thanks to self-driving cars because <clears throat> self-drive because car accidents are such a huge contributor of otherwise healthy dead bodies <sighs> like pe people who die but I there's nothing the best way to shop for yeah, because it is. Because, like, you know, people who die of diseases or whatever, that might affect their organs. But if you just die in a car crash, you've got, like, oh, your kidney's still great. Your liver's still great. That's all, your eyes are still, we, you know, we can take all the parts that the steering wheel didn't go through and give it to someone else. <laughs> Do you think we'll still need, you know, I just thought of as I, I, I just bought um, stock in some car insurance companies. But it, you, you saying that just made me think, I wonder if we're even going to need car insurance when there's driverless cars. I don't even know have you guys heard as much about drive driverless cars? That was all the oh, rage yeah. for a little bit. I've, but I've I don't hear that like four or five of them already. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was talk of Uber was about to start doing them. I never saw any of those. They're, they're all well, they're, still they're not legal yet. Like they exist already, but the government I don't think has said that, that we can like just you know have let them, them go. 
but yeah, like Teslas can drive themselves now. And um, I've been in, like in Vegas, for instance, there's a company called Aptive that makes driverless cars. And sometimes you'll get in like an Uber and there's someone in the car because it's not legal yet for them to be totally, you know, driverless. But the guy that's in the car is not actually driving it. He's just like, just there like a, as a, just in case. I think I had that when I was in Vegas a few months ago. Uh, I can't remember whether it was, I think it was Lyft. Maybe. Well, what, well, maybe it's just taxi, whatever it was. Yeah, I, whatever. I, it came up on the app of like, would you be willing to have a driverless car pick you up? And we're just like, no. Yeah, I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> Let a few million people try that first. Yeah. On board. It's, but it, it will be. It, it will eventually be safer because like you said, like it is it, already. It's already safer than humans. Yeah. The the big problem is that any accident, anytime it screws up and kills someone, that's huge. Right. Even though you're like, no, that was so, one that was one fuck up death. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That was like one in a hundred thousand fuck ups and deaths, whereas right. humans like one in uh, like ten thousand fuck ups. I heard it's that. already like ten times safer or something like that. Well, let me. I might sound really dumb here. This might not be possible, but I, maybe I've seen too many Fast and Furious movies. But can they not be hacked? <laughs> Chaos break loose. Can it's, that happen? It's not a dumb question at all, and a hundred percent they can, and that's already that's happened. Insane. Yeah. Gonna, speaking to teenagers again. Here there they is. We're gonna be hacking and fucking things up. There is straight up a. It's not even. You don't even need like the sort of full self-driving car. There is a. Um, there was an article a couple of years ago, where, written by like a motoring journalist who, um, drove a car and with his consent, a group of hackers, basically took over his car on the freeway, started, accelerating, and. Ch- and yeah, it's it, it's not like a really it's Terrifying. crazy, and that didn't even need like the full like Tesla or Google or Uber or whatever self driving stuff. It's just because because all that shit's still controlled by computers, right. even in even in like a regular non self driving human operated car of a certain level. It's it's Don't all computer like- all like the accelerator and the uh like the you know all all like the brakes and the gas and everything. It's all, it's not like the old days where it's just like a lever that connects directly to a bunch of metal. It like that, that pedal connects to a little computerized thing that then, that then connects to the gas. I feel like we're going to get to a point eventually where like, we're completely dependent on the internet, computers, 5G, everything. And then wars are going to literally just be like, what country has the best hackers yeah, and like suddenly we we spent all this money on tanks and rockets that were like China's just gonna like kick our ass because they're just gonna point our own rockets like back at us. Yeah, yeah, for drones. Like who's gonna win the AI race? You have yeah. a last joke, Matt? Yeah, I got um. I don't know what the angle is on this either. We're just talking about germophobia and everything. It might. So I had to go to the doctor last week because I broke my toe. Uh. I like I, I I haven't even started writing on this yet, but like I had to go to the doctor, then I had to go to the podiatrist, and they also sent me home with this dumb like foot condom that I have to wear in the shower. <laughs> like it looks like, hang on, it's, it's just out of shock. Right? Find this, like this. This is what I got to ah! wear. How's it? Work? Oh, how do you? You okay. put you put your foot through here, and it like creates a seal. Nice. Uh, 
If that was an actual condom, I'd be very impressed with you. Yeah. Like, wow. What can I say? Fritz. So much for those small jokes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in that tree you live in? <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, but the, the podiatrist was wearing an N95 mask. I was like, all right, that's cool. I can live with that. I'm comfortable, but I can live with it. Then it kept slipping below his nose. And then, and he kept putting it back up again. And then at one point it slipped below his nose. He wiped his nose with his hand, put the mask up and then went back to my foot. I like, and he'd already done it. So I was like, I don't know what I can do. And also he told me you can't keep it wet. You, you, sorry, you can't get it wet. I mean, that's why I've got a, that's why I need this shit. Cause I can't, wa- I can't wash the bandages that he, he strapped up my foot with. I can't. So I can't like get home and soap and water. You can't it. ever wash the area he touched, basically. Yeah. So so here's what I honestly did. I I, I had a sock. I put a sock straight up on over it after the, like after he, uh, over the bandage. And then I left my foot, in like, two day quarantine, the same way I leave packages. <laughs> like it's just, like I treated it like an Amazon parcel that came in. Like all right. Oh. Like, no one touched that for two days till we let the virus die. Yeah, but uh, you put your thing on your foot, and then, like, almost an incubator for it. That's exactly stronger in there. <laughs> you're, just, you're just growing cultures. Yeah, just growing oh, it. Oh, that's what... Well, exactly... Just, just I, I thought you were going to say you, you put your foot in a microwave or something like that. Yeah, well, no, it's like, I honestly was, like, treating it the same way I do with an Amazon pot or, like, the mail. We get the mail, and we've got we've got steps in the hallway and each step is like a different day's mail. And then <laughs> once, once that's done, it's like, all right, that's had its three days now. It's fine. And I, I was like treating my foot like that. Like this, this foot's contaminated. It's touched the doctor's nose. I'm going to leave it like that. And then I'm going to cut it open with some box cutters. And Matt, I have a question. How did you manage to break your toe while there's like literally nothing going on? <laughs> A really uh, brisk walk. What happened? I'll tell you exactly how I did it, and it's all another insight into me being crazy. Uh, I stubbed it on a chair in the kitchen that was slightly out of place because I moved the chair away from the table because we were bringing groceries, and I didn't want the chair to touch the groceries. And then I walked back into the kitchen, and the chair was off at an angle from the table, and that's how I stubbed it, and I just caught it at the wrong angle. So, so realistically, so far, your paranoia about COVID has broken your toe, but has not. <laughs> yeah. It's probably in no way saved you from COVID. My, probably my have par- to lose the foot anyway from what's right. going on there. Exactly. My paranoia at COVID has put me more into contact with, like, yeah. I wouldn't have had a podiatrist's nose fucking rubbing all over my foot. Right. If I hadn't... Hospital. Like, it's like... Ground zero. Exactly. I mean, it's, I had you know, the hospital too, and it was a weird experience. Like each point had a checkpoint that you couldn't go past. And yeah. Weird. Um, like the the podiatrist when I went in, they had the they do the thermometer, but like the one that's the IR gun that they just point at your your forehead, and they measured me, and I had a temperature, but it was because I'd been sitting in the car that was, uh, was like in the direct sunlight, so it was just like it was hot. And they went, oh, you got a temperature. We'll check your temperature again in a few minutes once you've been sitting inside the AC to make sure it's all right before you can go in. And then they just forgot. They just didn't check it again and sent me into the doctor. <laughs> and I, I, I knew I didn't have a temperature because, again, I'm fucking psycho. So I'd already checked. My, I've been checking my temperature regularly anyway. I, so I knew I wasn't infected. But at the same time, I was like, these guys are bad at all of the safeguards. Like, I now don't trust them. Yeah. Stopping other, other people. people. 
Yeah. I don't want to be a part of any club that would have me as a member. Exactly. I don't... You just let me... Like, a bit of me wants to be like, you just let me... You you meant to check my temperature again, but then the other part of me was like, but what if it's high and then I can't get my foot fixed? Yeah. (laughs) And then I realized, like, everyone is thinking like that, so we're fucked. Yeah. So that's been therapy with Matt. Uh, that's <laughs> but I. But it, is that is there something in this angle of like treating my foot like it's a like it's an Amazon parcel? I think it's yeah, funny. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Just you know, just make it. Just literally relay the steps that they told you to do with the Amazon package, but it's your foot. Yeah, like wipe it down, like leave it, leave it on the door, leave your foot on the doorstep. And I'm like telling Holly, like, don't touch this foot. You can't touch. She's like, you lay lay in the entrance of your place, but your foot is hanging out. Yeah. Open every all night long, but you're just sitting there. And I'm like telling Holly, don't touch my foot. She's like, yeah, I know, because it's broken. Like, no, it's not that. I don't care about the pain. Just. It'd be funny if you guys go to have sex and you're like, hold on, hold on, let me just wipe down my foot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's important to shout your foot after sex or before and after. <laughs> no, then you don't touch her afterwards because she had sex with you and you don't know. Uh, <laughs> or like she goes to wipe down your foot and you're like, can we hold off on sex for a day? Like you just touched my foot. I don't know. Uh, I don't trust yeah. it. You don't <laughs> you let her don't... back in the house for 14 days because she had sex with you. <laughs> That's funny. All right, gang. Well, this is really fun. Thanks so much for yeah, doing man. it. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me too. That was fun. Maybe I'll see both of you in a real life situation one day. Maybe. Well, if Matt makes it, God will. If I make it. If the foot, if the infection doesn't get past the shin. He's going to keep moving chairs and doing shit like that until he slowly kills himself from yeah. just fear of COVID. Not COVID, but just <laughs> uh, All right. Thank you guys. Where can, uh, Brandon, where can people follow you on Twitter and stuff? Uh, it's at Brandon Vestal for Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, Matt Kirshen on most of the things. I think there's an underscore on Instagram, but I don't really use Instagram anyway. And uh, probably science is my podcast. Oh, cool. We, we go through the weekend science news with comics. So that's probably science. Oh, and uh, listeners should check out my podcast. It's called uh, Thank You for Joking. <laughs> <laughs> we have comics on there trying out jokes. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. It's no, it's going to be really good. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye, man. Take it easy. Bye.